First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Maya Rockymore Cummings um, is the oops is the widow of Elijah Cummings, and the topic here is that the center strikes back. Uh, is it possible the political center is uh, making a, a bit of a comeback at least for now? Please God, uh, Maya Cummings Rockymore, thank you so much for coming on. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. So tell me, um, is it possible that uh, the uh, somewhere in the middle of far left and far right, there is a center that is in control? Yeah. Well, you know, really, politics in America is a function of demography and geography, and certainly level of government matters, too. Uh, but, you know, after four years of Donald Trump, I think the American people are holding tight to experience. Uh, they're also holding tight to and very concerned about extremism on either side. Uh, and so, you know, certainly, um, you know, the center has some credibility as long as, you know, they they conform to, I think, you know, a certain level of expectation in terms of uh, focusing on governance uh, yeah. and not necessarily hyper-partisanship. That being said, you know, the situation in the U.S. Congress right now that we see uh, in the Senate particularly with Joe Manchin actually holding the center tight uh, is one, I think, is a function of demography and geography. West Virginia yeah. went for Donald Trump by 25 points uh, in the last election, and yet, uh, you know, in his last Senate election, Joe Manchin barely actually won uh, his seat. Uh, and so he is walking a political tightrope in his state, uh, and you see those politics being carried out in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Kirsten Cinema. She is from Arizona, a very uh, borderline state right now, uh, which is actually trending Democrat. Uh, so, you know, what's interesting is to see how this is playing out on the national stage in a way that's actually stymieing uh, the Democratic majority quote-unquote, uh, right. uh, majority in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is interesting to see the power that uh, Joe Manchin has right now, right? I mean, he's, be- he- he's being entertained by Republicans and Democrats, and he's really holding the line, which is something he said he was going to do when he was running for re-election. Yeah, no, it is absolute power. Uh, but, you know, the question is, is power in the service of what? Uh, you know, the Democrats are trying to get a bill passed uh, that would basically put election reform in place across the country. They're trying to get big money out of politics. Uh, they're trying to get rid of partisan gerrymandering in terms of drawing district lines. Uh, they're trying to send more resources down to the states to make sure that there's a integrity in our voting systems and we have the right equipment. Uh, and they're also trying to make sure that uh, certainly that voter suppression does not happen across the country. Uh, and so, you know, you've got Joe Manchin, who is a putative Democrat, who's standing in the way of that agenda. Uh, and, you know, uh, you know, the argument can be made uh, that, you know, this will have generational, um, you know, uh, effects. Yeah. That being said, you know, we can't forget uh, that, you know, any other Democrat, like, for example, on infrastructure, which Joe Manchin may very well get behind, can be stymied by a Sanders, uh, if he feels like the, um, you know, if the, the provisions in the bill are not up to, right. uh, up to snuff. Well, we're and seeing so, that, you know, yeah. there's a 50-50 Senate, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so anybody can, you know, basically serve as the, the fly in the ointment. You know, the uh, uh, history would show us that, uh, that the midterms 
are, are, will the Democrats will not bode well during the during the midterms. Do you feel that uh, we're in a normal time period right now? I don't, because this is why nobody knows what is happen with uh, all of these lawsuits against Donald Trump and all of these investigations against Donald Trump. You know, the Republican Party has cozied up to Mr. Trump in such a way uh, that there is no daylight between the Republican Party and Donald Trump. Uh, and as a result, you know, I think that the uh, what could happen in the midterm elections really is a function of, you know, Mr. Trump's fortunes. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, that being said, you know, the typical pattern historically uh, has been that, you know, the, the, the party that wins the presidency loses seats in Congress in the midterm. And so I know that Democrats are very concerned that they have very little time left. I, I want to ask you uh, what what uh, your late husband would would say, uh, looking at that Joe Biden is president, um, everything that is going on in the in the country right now. Uh, how would he look upon this? And it's it's not been that long, but. We've come a long way since 2019 when your, your husband passed away. So, first of all, in his book, We're Better Than This, My Fight for the Future of Our Democracy, he actually predicted um, that he was very concerned about uh, any kind of future for Donald Trump in, in politics. He was concerned that if Trump won a second term in office, uh, that, you know, that his, uh, basically his propensity to undermine democratic processes, to actually um, basically turn his back on the U.S. Constitution uh, and, his, <clears throat> and to be anti-democratic would basically accelerate, and that we would pay for it as a country in major ways. Uh, he never anticipated that Donald Trump would show those tendencies even before he, uh, you know, left office with regards to the January 6th debacle. Uh, and so he would have been screaming at the top of his lungs and begging U.S. senators to actually impeach and convict Donald Trump, uh, you know, when they had the chance back in January. Uh, and that being said, now we're seeing, you know, just this alarming trend of, you know, Republicans trying to basically um, uh, use, I say, PSYOPs campaign against their own uh, uh, Republican Party by using dis- disinformation, misinformation, and conspiracy theories uh, to basically claim that the last election was fraudulent. That would have concerned Elijah to no end, because the second we basically we have people in office who are um, aiding and abetting a conspiracy to say that uh, American democracy, um, you know, can't be um, uh, trusted, uh, that means that people are going to have doubts, and we're already undercutting our democracy and of it for our children. So uh, Elijah yeah. would have been deeply concerned about this trend in American politics right now, and he would have been everywhere talking about the need to uphold the integrity of our system for people to tell the truth uh, and for us to move forward hand in hand and to focus on governing for the people. Uh, my last question would be, uh, from from your opinion, what do you what do you say to, and you, obviously you're, this interview has been set up through Fox News, um, you're on a station that uh, that carried the legendary Rush Limbaugh, uh, an area that uh, that that uh, that voted tremendously uh, for Donald Trump in the last presidential election. What do you say to those Republicans who are afraid uh, that the liberal agenda is uh, is what is threatening America? Uh, how do you bring the country together? What do you say to those people? I say that we're all human beings. Uh, we need to quit operating through the lens of, you know, hyper-partisanship. 
uh, and certainly uh, through the scare tactics that have often been used, I think, by political parties to uh, put people in their corners and, and have them swinging to stay there. Uh, you know, it's time for us to, you know, find common ground. Uh, it's time to, for us to focus on the fact that, you know, we are, uh, you know, all human beings. We need to protect our, our basic rights as citizens, uh, and we need to focus on so that our kids can live, all of our kids uh, can have uh, that is fair, that is just, uh, and certainly that upholds our, our national values. Uh, that being said, I would also say uh, that it is important that we recognize reality, uh, that it's time to step out of our hyperpartisan bubbles and get facts, not operating on rumor, but on facts. And we know that the last election was lost fair and square by Donald Trump. And anybody who says anything to the contrary is trying to play head games with you. Uh, and so, you know, I just encourage your listeners uh, to, to really focus on what's really at stake here, and that is the United States of America and the democracy, which we should all cherish and value, uh, because it means that all of us have a voice in our government, and that's what we want for our children, too. Uh, Maya Cummings-Rockymore, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great day.